welcome back to the Only Football Fans podcast. Today, myself and Greg are joined by ex-professional footballer Leon Constantine. In part one, Leon talks us through growing up in Hackney, getting picked up in the pro game at the late age of 22, and he talks us through his career all the way up until the point of scoring 26 goals for Port Vale, which secured his move to Leeds United. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everyone. So uh, today we've got another special guest with us. We've got Leon Constantine joining us. Um, Leon's been around the block, to say the least, didn't he, Leon? I could go through and list About all two your clubs, or three, mate. four times, I think, yeah. <laughs> I could go through and list all your clubs, but I, I'll just list a couple. So obviously, you, you started at Millwall. You've gone through, played for Port Vale, Leeds United, which is obviously the main one, because everyone knows yeah. who watches and listens to this that that's... That's where I'm about, mate. But uh, yeah. yeah, like amongst other clubs. But um, we kindly had uh, Sebastian Carroll on a few few weeks back and he put us in contact with you. Uh, so we're going to go through and have a chat chat to yourself about your career, mate. So um, yeah, yeah no worries, man. Us. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. Pleasure. Like I said, um, Sebi, Sebi was, you know, spot very highly of it. And um, it's funny, I was getting to a stage where I was like, you know what, I'm not really going to do these do anymore. Do you know what I mean? And you know, I, I, I just, I, literally, I've just been, I talked about it with my mate and he was like, and I was like, you know what, I'm feeling the same way, you know, just keep going and be saying the same things on different platforms. But, you know, I think it's good to get out there sometimes and um, I do enjoy doing them. So, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's a pleasure. Oh, brilliant. No, we really appreciate you coming on, mate, and talking about it, especially like you said, if you rehash stuff over and over on other platforms, we do appreciate you sort of suffering us and going through it again (laughs) (laughs) Um, just to start off we sort of we start off on a slightly different route I just got a a list of a couple of questions that we go through with all of our guests just to sort of get to know them a bit better Um, so the first one is who was your childhood hero childhood hero anyway in terms of football in terms of anything mate it it could be like your mum or dad or a sporting hero or whatever, whatever route, really. Yeah, I'd say I'd say my mum. My mum was like my hero, um, purely because of how hard she had to work to 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 fend. Um, you know, with three kids, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Do you know what I mean? It's a yeah. completely different era now. You know what she had to do, you know, to in order to provide, you know, was amazing. Do you know what I mean? And she brought us up with so much discipline that, you know, we could always stand on our own two feet. Hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? And um, you know, I get all my drive and my hustle from my mum because to say she, she, you know, she's been on the go, <laughs> you know, since I was a baby. Do you know what I mean? Brilliant. You know, but she installed a lot of good values in us um, as kids. And, you know, to this day, the respect is is there. Um, you know, she hasn't aged. She's still going strong. So, yeah, yeah, she's a, she, she's a real good woman, man. That's blinding. I, I did actually see a, a little bit of her on your, in your um, video promoting your academy. On, oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. She comes across brilliant. She didn't want, she didn't want to be on there. She, <laughs> she, she, 
Oh, God. She was going on, going on. I was like, listen, you've got to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know, in the end, in the end, she couldn't stop talking. <laughs> Once she started her off, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> um, the, the second one is, what, what's your worst habit? My worst habit. <laughs> Clean as a whistle, look, you ain't got yeah. that. <laughs> Do you know what? I think my a habit that I've got, which I would wish I didn't have, is clicking my fingers. Oh, I'll do that and all. Yeah. Oh my god, man, I've been doing it. People say, Oh, you're gonna get arthritis. I'm like, is it a oh, myth? Is that a myth? It or is what? a myth. Yeah, well, you, oh, know it's it yes. watch, you know what it is? I used to watch a lot of martial art films when I was a kid, and you know, Bruce Lee used to click <laughs> every single yeah, I mean, he was well, suppose he passed away, didn't he? But <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was he, he was as strong as an ox, so weren't he in these days? So what did he, what did he do mean? that and then just kill him? Be careful, many. <laughs> he got cocky with it. Oh mate, he could he could do he could click anything, man. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> third one is what's your biggest fear? Biggest fear. Um I think my biggest fear would be losing my family, man. Too right, yeah. My family and, and, and you know, the few good friends that you have in yeah. this world, which are few and far between. But I think that, that would be my, my biggest fear. Do you yeah. know what I mean? My children. Um, do you know what I mean? I know people... It happens every day, um, you know, just of recent, uh, you know, with Ashley Kane. I don't yeah, know if you've seen. Terrible, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what I mean? Huh. Um, the tears that I've shed over that situation, you would have thought it was my child, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's horrible to witness, isn't it? My, well, yeah, my missus has been through it. Um, and I still see the pain in her eyes. Do you know what I mean? And it's mm. years down the line. This is is I wish it on no per no on like I ain't got no enemies, but even if I did have any enemies, I wouldn't even wish it on them. Like it yeah. is 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 I just it's undescribable, mate. Um I think that 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 is my biggest fear. Yeah, I'd I'd echo that to be fair, yeah. mate. Mm. Um and fourth one is which team do you support? Arsenal, unfortunately. <laughs> we've got we've actually one of our our regulars is a gooner and I think he's he, he's not coming on tonight I think he's just sulking really after last night oh, he, said mate, he, he, listen. Said he's sick. he said he's sick mate but yeah. I think that might yeah. be from last night <laughs> yeah mate listen they can do it to you man what was your thoughts on last night then mate just terrible mate from start I mean the, it's just terrible mate just like the club's just like um, I just don't know the club anymore. Like I mean, it's not even about you know the winning the trophies and the doing this and doing that. It's about just competing. Mm. Like you know, 
Arsenal, you used to sit down and enjoy watching an Arsenal game, win or lose. Well, even as a neutral, mate, I used to, used like, growing up and even, like, in the early 2000s, I used to watch the Arsenal games because they were good fun to watch. Yeah, of course. I watch them now and I swear to God, like, you know, how can I describe what watching Arsenal's like? <laughs> I took, I've got a good one. Watching Arsenal, yeah, it's like me having an hour conversation with my ex. <laughs> and anyone that knows the situation on that side will know exactly what I mean. <laughs> oh, I love that, Leon. That's brilliant, mate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, I li- yeah, that's how bad it is right now. God. Sums <laughs> it. it up, didn't it? <laughs> Literally. Thoughts are with Literally. you, Arsenal fans. <laughs> um, we need it. Yeah, big time, mate. And But I still support the club, like, Oh, 100%. It's my club, do you know what I mean? But mm. you go through the good times, you go through the bad times, but it's part of these it, bad it? times, these it's bad just, times, you know. It's un- yeah, it's unrecognisable at the minute, isn't it? It's just not... Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I mean, just there's no identity there. Like I said, you know, you look at the characters at the club. Where are those characters? Not like I just don't understand it. Yeah, there isn't any, is there? Mm. Do you know what I mean? It says it all when, like, your captain is... Disinterested as well, like you. Well, yeah. to be honest with you, I feel sorry for the for the guy. Like yeah, I do as well. Do you know what I mean? Every minute he's just working on. Do you know what I mean? It's like that dog that goes to the meat market at the end of the night, hoping you know you might just get a few scraps. Like you never ever get a full meal. Do you know what I mean? It's always. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. hey, it's like, seriously. It's, it's like every meal we get, so he's got to share it. You've hy- you seen hyenas when they eat? Oh, yeah. There's 20 of them on one bit of bone. And that's what, he, he, you know what I mean. He, like, the guy's done wonders to do what he's done in that team. It's a miracle he scored the goals he has, really. Seriously, I feel so for that. And he must be disheartened. He must be thinking to myself, why did I sign that deal? I, should, I knew what was happening. Why did I do it? And I don't blame the guy. Yeah, no, you are. It's true, actually. You've got a good point on it. Um, yeah, hundred percent, mate. Not even Harry Kane will score goals in that team, and that's saying something. He's a goner and all. Exactly, but <laughs> he wouldn't score goals in that team. No chance. Yeah, he's, he's, there's no service, is there? There's no creativity there. Seriously, it's like the flipping old school seventy-six bus. You miss one, then it takes about 45 minutes for the next one to come. Like, it's just, <laughs> just a joke, man. Literally. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Um, <laughs> and the last one, before we get into, into your career, mate, is Seb might have even told you about this one because we stitched him up with it. Um, Marmite. Do you love it or hate it? Hate it. Oh, no. Hate it. Oh, he's, let, he's on your side, Greg. Rotten stuff. Mate, anyone that likes Marmite, I don't trust them. <laughs> I better leave then, so. <laughs> hey, if, if you see the video of Seb. No, I ain't. 
Oh, you should get get him to send you it. Oh my day! <laughs> I'll message you the link after. It's um, <laughs> we whacked it on our YouTube because Seb had never heard of it. So we asked him, and he's like, "Marmite? Look, what's that?" So trying to describe Marmite is a hard enough job in itself. And I'm like trying to fucking describe it to him. But then I was like, "Right, I'll tell you what. I'll send you some." And he's like, "I'll go and buy it." And it, we ended up doing both. So I posted him some, and he ended up buying some anyway. And he was like. I said, film yourself trying it and send it to me. So he did. He did fair play to him. He, he filmed himself um, eating it, mate. And it, it's fucking hilarious. It's oh, hilarious. God. He's like, what the fuck is this, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly like, what, the, what, the, what the fuck is this? That's how he talks he was, as well. He, what is it? He said, he's like, who would eat this? What's the point of this? It's true, though. I just don't. I mean, uh, Listen, mate, the businessman behind that who got that pass <laughs> in order to be stocked in shops all over the world. Mate, unbelievable, man. <laughs> Unreal. Oh, mate. I guarantee you, if I went into Dragons then now with a pitch on how to sell Marmite, mate, I'd be out of there. You know what I mean? For that but, reason, I'm know, out. <laughs> yeah. Everyone would, have, everyone would be out. It's mad, yeah. isn't it? It's I must amazing. admit, like growing up, I hated the stuff, but I, I fucking love it now. I can't get enough of it. Proper love it. It's mental. And I'm angling for a sponsor with them. That's why I throw that in every time. I'm fucking... <laughs> Oi. <laughs> Oi, Marmite. Any Wait, they should be knocking on your door. You must be the only one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> love that. But, um, yeah, so let's get into, into your career anyway, Liam. So, um, mm. first things first, obviously growing up in Hackney. Um, yeah, getting into football like that. How early of an age did you sort of get the bug? Oh, I, I, do you know, I'd be honest with you, I'd, I think I love football from the day I could walk. Really? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, you know, definitely, you know, as you get older into like junior school, you know, I, I always remember all of us around the flats, you know, you could be like just standing talking and then one person would shout goals and everyone would just run. Like, you jump over the banisters. Many a time I've chipped over, like, tried... Because everybody does a certain goal. Everyone wanted that goal for some reason. They're all the same, but everyone wanted a specific goal. So you should run to see if you could get to that goal first and you should play, like, you know what I mean? One, one, one goal and off, you know, things like that. But... You know, they, they 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 were happy times, like, do you know what I mean? In fact, where Match of the Day were doing their filming, you know, before Match of the Day? Yeah, the, the should, scene, yeah. The scene where it's like, on, in a certain kind of, that's, that's, that's exactly where, where it was. They, they they dismantled of it being a football pitch and turned it into a flipping florist. No way. Mm. It's crazy, isn't it? They are some yeah. of the best times, though, in they growing up doing things like that. It's sort of oh, mate, with you, you as know, well. Yeah, it was. It, it, you know, you're free. You know, just yeah, it was just good, really good, good, good times, good memories. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred percent, mate. Um, and what what was your what was your first club? Um, like where you sort of started to sort of think I could maybe do this. That's, that's that's the thing. It wasn't really a situation where 
Because you, you came we into could... it late, didn't you? Yeah, I come into it late, but are you talking like Sunday League or? Well, yeah, like, like any any of that sort of like amateur level as such, where you sort of. Well, I went. I went. See, back in the day, if you was a good player, you, you play for your district. Mm. That was a given. After that, you then play for London. After you play for London, do you know what I mean? Whatever team you would be playing for, scouts will mostly come and watch those teams. Do you know what I mean? And our Sunday team, which was Westwood Boys and Bloomsbury mm-hmm. Boys, which is a midweek team. We used to play in the midweek league over um, Holborn, a place called Corwin Fields. So those two teams there, you know, we used to win everything. Do you know what I mean? And um, that's where I got scouted by Watford. Oh, really? Yeah. But I just, I didn't get scouted. You see, like now, I can see in kids, like, I, it, you can see in parents, you know, when a kid, their kid gets scouted, they think they're, they're going all the way. They, they're going, they think they've hit the, they, they hit the jackpot. Do you know what I mean? Very few, maybe. In our, in our day, your parents didn't ever think you would be a footballer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was always, you know, because who did you know? No one, we didn't know anyone that was footballers. Do you know what I mean? Now it's everywhere. You can walk yeah. down the road, you see on social media, you know, the dream's there for you to see, the reality's there for you to see. Um, But in our day, it was just like, you play football, you're good at it, Cool, that's it. Do you know what I mean? You might go somewhere, you might not. Yeah, yeah, like literally. Yeah, it's, it's mad how time sort of changed that that outlook, and mm. I, I see you played for for Malden Vale as a young yeah. man. Yeah, Range Park Vale now. Is that what it's called now? Yeah, they they merged with um with Range Park. So they're, they're Range Park Vale now. Like, was you Clinton Morrison and that were there as well? Was you? Because I think you were. Year or two older. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I went to Morden Vell after my team, that Westwood boys. Yeah. After they kind of, <clears throat> we'd won any, everything. You know, you start getting to that age where teams start to, you know, disintegrate Yeah. a little bit. And then um, one of our boys, one of my boys used to play for that team. He went to Morden Vell first. Mm. And then he just kind of brought all the boys who he thought were decent. And then, yeah, I went there. I played for a guy called Jeff Ray. All right, yeah. And, um, yeah, he was um, he was a multi-millionaire. No way. And, yeah, we used to train at his house. He had, like, I mean, them days, I tell, I'm telling my mum, this guy's a millionaire. My mum's like, you don't know what a million is. And I'm <laughs> like, well, I know I don't know what a million is, but I know someone that's rich. <laughs> and this guy is rich, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, literally, uh, he had like a tennis court in his house. He had his own boot room. No way. The Them days, it was like if you had Puma Kings and Copa Mondiales, you were you were you you were the you were mustard. You know what I mean? You were the man. <laughs> like he had a load of them, and he had like a, a weights room, bloody hell, a swimming pool, jacuzzi, sauna. Every room had, I think, had nine bedrooms. Every room had sky. Um, and a joke, yeah, a little private side football pitch at his house. So when we got to the final, my mum come. It's the first time, because all the way in Surrey, so she never used to come. Do you know what I mean? 
And she came to the final and we all went back to the house because we won. And when she got there, she the electric gates opened. She just stood there like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Told you, I can't believe it. <laughs> I told her, I told, told her. <laughs> but yeah, that, t- that team there was ridiculous. Was th- I mean, I thought Westwood boys were good, but that team was on another level. Really? And not, yeah. We went to the Isle of Wight tournament, which is where all the top teams go. And we got all the way to the final without conceding a goal. Bloody hell. Yeah. And then we won the final 6-1. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, literally busted. just smashed everyone from, from pillar to post, you know. But, um, but like, yeah, you know, we had a groundsman. Um, I think he used to scout for Chelsea as well. I always remember one time Chelsea were travelling somewhere so all the players parked their cars at his house <laughs> and we went and it was unbelievable mo- and yeah so when we used to go to get like we had all the Chelsea kits remember the red and, the red and white one the kind of oh yeah check yeah we had that we had we had, we had like do you know I mean we had better groundsmen like that's mental like, isn't it that was unheard of Sunday league football yeah <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Our pitch, if you turned up and there was dog mess on it, then cool. Crack on. Yeah. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Get, get the shovel out, lads. Yeah. yeah, get the shovel out, get the old cone and try and lift it up. That was it. <laughs> it's so true, we've all done it, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it was a different, different, different league, different level. Um, so, what yeah. age was that, Leon? That would have been... Under 15s, I think. Under 14, under 15s, yeah. I think. So what happened with Watford? Nothing? Like, you just got a, an offer? No, I, I went to Watford. Um, we was going to, like, at the time, it would have been like a development centre, I believe, yeah. because they had, like, we were based over Brent Cross. So, you know, there's a guy, you know, I still speak to this guy today, you know, one of the most decorated people in football, um, you know, should be given a medal for what he's done for youngsters and supporting them. But a guy called Carl Dixon, absolute legend. You know, he's spotted every single player coming out of Hackney, Islington, everywhere. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, he used to take us to training, mm. you know, and then after... You know, the ones they liked, they went on to Ellsbury, which is the main academy. But then when we went to Ellsbury, after a while, I was the only one that was going. And we'd got followed home one day on the train. And my mum said, like, you're not going back there again. And to be honest with you, I wasn't really enjoying it because I went there. No one really knew who I was. It's like we were starting all over again. And then I just, I just, that was it. I just sacked it off. Fair play, mate. And then, so, like, you obviously were playing football this whole time, but it, it took until the age of 22 until, like, you, you got your go in professional football with Millwall. How mm. how did that come about? Because was it was you training with Charlton or on trial with Charlton beforehand? So, I went to Charlton the first time when I was about 18. Yeah. Because I was playing Sunday league football, but men's football. Right. And I was smashing in goals left, right and centre. And um, 
some Charlton scout was like, oh, you know, because I was the youngest boy in the team, you see. And then mm-hmm. there was like, you know what, me to get you to Charlton. So I went into Charlton. By the time I was going to college, so I was, yeah, I felt I was 18, going to college, mm-hmm. I was doing a, a B-Tech in, um, in media. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I went into Charlton, done really well. They wanted me to come back. And I was doing work, ex- work experience with, at, at, at the BBC with Black Britain. And um, it clashed with the trial date. And mm-hmm. I just chose to go. I, if I didn't do the work experience, I wouldn't have passed the course. And I spent two years on it. Do you know what I mean? So, and then uh, the mistake I made, Kevin Lisby, good friend of mine, he was like, look, Lee, Keith Peacock has asked me to give you his number and wants you to call him. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't call him. I was too scared. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Because I just felt like, oh, like, what am I going to say? I can't go because I've got to do this work experience. And then, yeah, I just didn't. That was it. Didn't go back. And then um, I started working in Marks and Spencer's part-time. Um, I was there for like five years. And then I realised I didn't want to do this no more. And then um, I went and found a semi-pro team, Edgware Town. Mm-hmm. And again, I think I hit like 38 or 40 goals or something like that. And then um, went back to Charlton again. But this time, they was in the Premier League. So... Right. Was it Kirby's Yeah, 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 yeah. So all of them was there. Scott Parker, Jason Yule, um, Ricardo Fuller, but he was injured. Clive Mendonca, um, oh, Lisby, John Fortune, um, Paul Kaczewski. They had a good side then, didn't they? Graham Stewart. Unbelievable side. Yeah, yeah. Graham Stewart. Um, John Robinson. Yeah. Um, Stewart. Brown, shit, Brown. Like literally, the team was really, really good. Yeah. Um, but I was there, and they looked after me. To be fair, they looked after me really, really well. Um, and I got injured. I got injured while on trial, and they gave me treatment, and you know, gave me a tracksuit to go to games and all this kind of stuff. Oh, Chris Powell was there. Oh yeah. And then Richard Pally, Rufus as well, wasn't it? Yeah, Richard Rufus. Yeah, he was there. Um, and then Pally was like, look, you need to go upstairs and go and get your contract, man. You've done enough. And um, Keith Peacock pulled me and said, look, Lee, you've come in and you've kind of embarrassed our defenders that we hope to keep us in the Premier League. <laughs> but we need someone that's going to go into our first team. And I've just come from Edgware Town in Ryman 1, whatever it might well have been. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, it just didn't work out. But during that time at Charlton, I played against Millwall and obviously, you know, showed enough that Millwall inquired to Charlton what the situation is and I ended up going down to Millwall. It's mad how often that happens, isn't it? Like, sort of, someone you, you play against, all of a sudden they're like, they tap up their players. And... I, I say to players now, yeah, without sounding, you know, horrible, you're not trying to impress the team you're playing for because 
there's a reason why you're playing for that team because they already know what you can do. Yeah. Yeah, it's the team you're playing against because that might be your next move. Yeah, it's true. It's a, it's a, it's a good bit of advice, mate. Because it happens you know a I mean? lot, doesn't it? Yeah, hundred. Half of my career is why it's why I've ended up at so many clubs because I've done something where they're like, right, okay. It's not something's gone wrong for whatever reason. So you got to look at it as like, a benefit. Well, as a bonus, yeah. Really. So you can people, people everyone, try and, yeah, people say, "Oh, you know, journeyman, journeyman." I'm like, <laughs> I just look at it. It's just clubs, you know. Someone seem, yeah, exactly. So that's it. Too right, mate. Yeah, it's hundred percent. It's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, it is as well. Um, and like then, like you said, Millwall came in for you, went like off Charlton, sort of say so and, and whatever. One thing I've heard you, you mention, and I wanted to sort of bring it out, like, did you have an agent at that time? Because I heard, like, I've heard that you your agent was Eric Hall, who was the same as Nicky Forster we had on. Uh, on a, a yeah, I, I, I had Eric way down the line. I was going to say, was was he already yeah, way, on board? Or way, not? way, way down the line. He, well, way, 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 way. The only reason why I've done that is because I, I eat in a place in Bethnal Green a calf called Pelicis, mm. which is like, well, it's nationwide. It's well, not really well known. Um, it got his name really from the Cray twins eating in there. Right. And then every single wannabe villain, <laughs> but a lot of actors, a lot of actresses, a lot of, you know, powerful people within the music industry, film industry it's just one of those cats it's a family run business and I eat in there all the time and he used to eat in there and um we got introduced and yeah we just we went but that didn't last long to be honest with you was he no good for you then because Nicky Forster sort yeah. of sang his praises he was with him for years and it surprised me really because he the game changed didn't it do you know what I mean it's yeah. like you know old school. with him it's like do you know when you go to that house and it's still got, you know, that um, wallpaper with velvet on it, what you people used to have? Yeah. And you're like, mate, you need to move on. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you need to change up a little bit. He was one of them. He was a he was a beast in his day, but the game moved on, and his style and technique just wasn't going to be like like um, tolerated. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It changes so quick as well, doesn't it? The game. It's easy to be sort of left behind. Um, yeah. During that, like during it, but uh, so I, I just had a, a little glance over some of the players at, at Millwall when you went there as well, mate. They had some set of, like of a squad there, didn't they? Like your, your Timmy Cahills, your Lucas Neal, oh, best Stephen team, Reeves. Best, the best team in the club's history. Yeah. yeah. yeah They'll he, never have done that. They will never have. That uh, you know, that array of players. So many good players. Ah, oh, unbelievable! You know, Neil Harris, Paul, like Paul Sean Eiffel Dyche. Well. Yeah, Paul Eiffel. You know, um, Christoph Kinnett. Like you said, Tim Cahill, Stephen Reed, Tony Warner. Mm. Um, bonus. Richard Sadler, Steve Claridge, Paul Moody. Um, so many good players, isn't it? It's crazy. Oh, mate! Like. And you like know, when like, yeah. when you sorry mate when when you went in there like 
there was quite a lot of other like youngsters as well that, that were floating about the team. One, one of them, Cherno Samba. We, we yeah, he was still him on, playing on the... youth. He was youth team. He was youth team, and there was a lot of like, there was a lot of um, talk about him being the next big thing. I feel loads of clubs were, like like Arsenal, Liverpool. Yeah. It was always which one he was going to go to. Um, How good was he at that age? He was a good player. He's definitely a good player because he he he, he was well balanced. Yeah, well balanced. You know what I mean? For a young kid, when you look back on it now, he was well balanced and could handle the ball and 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 things like that. Do you know what I mean? You yeah, know, 100%. but um, yeah, it's a surprise he didn't go on to like you know big much bigger things. You know? Yeah, it's it's mad how it happens, isn't it? Because you mentioned him before, Greg, didn't you? Oh yeah, he was Liverpool, touted. Yeah. Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool, I think, were willing to pay a million million or so at sixteen, like which was unheard yeah. of at the time. And it's like, you know, and I then think Millwall, sort of... there was a lot of club. Millwall have always had good players though. Like mm. they just never stay at the club. But if you talk to most players, they've had a stint at Millwall. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of them. A lot of people pass through there, didn't they? Yeah, like Leon Court, another guy went on to have a great career. Um, Carl's brother, wasn't he? Yeah, Carl yeah. Court's brother, and you know, um, Lake a Duncey. Duncey, yeah. He was meant to go to United. Was he really? Yeah, he was. Ah, oh, mate, this. I boy remember, he was play. touted and all. Yeah. Yeah, Byron Bub. He was playing first team when I got there. He was at playing first team at like sixteen. Seventeen or something like that. Ridiculous. It's crazy, isn't it? To be at that level at that age is just insane. Yeah. Then, like you know, Ronnie Ball. Then you had Peter Sweeney, who oh, was he came to Leeds, mate, all, didn't he? Unbelievable. This kid, yeah. Oh God. Left footed, wasn't he? Left footed. These left foot is like a bloody one. I tell you, like <laughs> what this boy could do with a football. Yeah. He's close control and turn the pace and oh man. He he could have done so much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you had him, you had Charlie Hearn, you know, you had Marvin Elliott, like Goma. There was so there was so much players at Millwall, so many like easy, isn't it? The amount of names sort of like even Dave Kitson coming there and couldn't get anything. And look what he went on to do in his career. He was yeah. lethal, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, we had Steve Steve MacFell. Steve MacFell came on loan to us. Did he really? What from Leeds? Yeah, from Leeds. That's when we knew Leeds was paying big money because he come in, he come into training. One day he come in a three thirty. BMW. Then he came in with an M3, <laughs> and then he came in with an ML Mercedes Jeep. I was like, mate, we're in the what the hell is going on up there? <laughs> How many cars you got, mate? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm still getting a lifting. That's incredible, <laughs> isn't it? It's <laughs> a lift, Steve. You're still waiting for that bus, ain't fucking happening. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. How good was he as well? Because that like. He was one of them players as a Leeds fan when he come through. I had higher hopes for him than pretty much any of that of that crop, like yeah, that, that come through at the time. 
And I think he was sort of a victim of being around in the wrong era because he or even the wrong wrong country because he'd have probably been well, on the continent more. I don't know who organised his move to Millwall, but that was the worst thing they could have done for him because <laughs> he was a player. Yeah. Right? Millwall, we were bulldozers. We bulldozed our way through everybody. Like, do you know what I mean? He was a Rolls Royce, wasn't he? You had Reedy, who was obviously technically, I mean, I still to this day, I've not seen a man that could drive the ball like Stephen Reed. He could ping a ball 20 yards, knee height. <laughs> like standard. Yeah, he was class act, wasn't he? Yeah, really? his ping was ridiculous. But he was also a physical player, so you get around the pitch, you'll crunch. I mean, Timmy, yeah. get on the end of things, cross his headers. Do you know what I mean? We weren't really a footballing team like that. Yeah. So, you know, you know, training Daishi and Sean Daish and um, Stuart Nevercott and Matty Lawrence and Robbie Ryan, those guys were just helping it down the line. So, like, pause, like, you know, for a player like Matt, Matt oh, felt like, come on, He's man. Like offering. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Poor son. You know, like, yeah, I mean, he's looking to get the ball to feet. He's like this guy like that. <laughs> His neck muscles grew in them years, didn't it? Oh, right, mate. <laughs> Poor fucker. <laughs> um, and then, like, in your in your time at Millwall, you, you only ended up managing two first-team appearances. Um, was, it, was it Mark McGee was, was the gaffer at the time? Yeah, he's a cunt, mate. <laughs> cunt he is, man. That's what I was going to get at. I was going to say, yeah. opinions. I won't even mix my words, man. He's a cunt, mate. Seriously. Was he that? One that does why. Listen, mate, you come across people. Like... Yeah, well, this is the thing, yeah? So, I signed under Keith Stevens and Alan McCleary. Mm. Right? And they said to me, look, you need to get used to this environment, day-to-day training and I might have just come from Ryman 1, mm. do you know what I mean? Mm. Train one evening, play on a Saturday. So now I'm training Monday to Friday, game on a Saturday or, you know, have the Wednesday off, wherever it might well be. Um, and I'm doing all right. And they said, look, maybe six months, you know, get yourself in the gym and things like that. You know, you might be ready, you know, to be involved with the first team. So I was like, okay, no problem. I think they got the sack within weeks or a month of me being there, right? And it was hard. It was. I always remember it because he gave a speech to the team to say that he was, you know, no longer going to be there. And, like, it was painful because they were Millwall players and Millwall at heart, and it hurt. Like, he, I mean, not many managers love clubs the way they love the club. You know, it's a job, you get sat, you're just thinking about where's my next job, do you know what I mean? But these guys were Millwall through and through. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I always remember the pain in his eyes. I think he actually was crying when he was talking to the lads. And I think, I was like, I'd never seen that before. So I was, it was it was weird. But um, Mark McGee come in and I think the first, first team game he watched, we lost 5-0 at home to Ipswich. <laughs> which was just great. The den was going... I was sitting there thinking, hell no would I like to be on that pitch. <laughs> Don't bring me on. 
Do you know what I mean? Because I remember when I signed and I went there on the bus, I'm not on the bus, on the train from London Bridge. And I was just trying to just look like I weren't scared because I was like, I'm on the train with all these men. I was thinking, mate, I'm just about to sign for you guys. I do not want no problems. Do you know what I mean? Don't bash me up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, it's, it's an intimidating place. So when I saw... When the you know the goals are going in and the crowd was going crazy, I was like, wow. <laughs> then uh what do you call it? He come and watched these first reserve game, which was us against Gillingham away, and I scored and played really well. And um they used to do that one where they put the team sheet up, you know, on the notice board, and you know, he used to always say, check the team sheet, you never know. You know, like those that were in the bomb squad, you should just don't even look. They already know they're not in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So anyway, I went, I walked past. I thought, you know what? I'm new in this game. So I used to check it all the time, even though I knew I weren't going to be involved. And I checked it. I saw my name was on there. I was like, what? I was like, this not meant to happen. <laughs> so then travel to Peterborough. And what he used to do, he used to like, the boys said what he would do, he'd pick the player that's not involved like the 18th month. Do you know what I mean? And um, when he did that, it worked me. And I was like, wow, I'm on the bench. I was nervous. I was thinking, mate, these guys told me six months. This is happening within a month. What's going on here? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I come on against Peterborough. We've, we've beaten Peterborough, I think, 4-0. 3-4-0 or something like that. So, you know, he, he told me to go and warm up. I've warmed up on my own now. You know, all the... Peter Bar supporters were doing monkey monkey noises at me. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Like, okay, and then, but all the Millwall supporters were cheering me. And I was Brilliant. thinking, wow. And had like, you not played for them yet as, as well? No. Nah, oh, that's nah. quality. Yeah, so I was like, wow. So I felt settled. My nerves went down. And then when I come on the pitch, I just thought, make sure your first touch is right. Do you know what I mean? And I was going to, you know, when there's a, a throw-in and someone throws it, yeah. And I thought, you know what, should I just give it back to him and keep it simple? And I thought, you know what, control it. I dropped the shoulder, cut inside two players, and then um, I got sandwiched. But that tackle, like all the nerves, when I was I was ready now, I was like, you know what, I'm in a game now, I'm here. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, nearly scored in the game as well. Had a, like, I think Lucas Neal gave me the ball and had a shot. It just went over the bar. I thought, I'd, you know, for a debut was it was I was happy with it yeah. you know mate never got near the first team again it's mental isn't it do you know what I mean like I'd be in the squad I'd be on the bench I was top goal scorer for the reserves I think every season I was there wow. and he just he just pushed other people like do you know what I mean and didn't then like you obviously yeah he didn't like I don't know he just I was training with the first team when I got there yeah and then he obviously, because um, Neil Harris mentioned to me about would I go on loan? And I was like, huh? what are you talking about? I didn't know about loan or nothing like that at that time. <laughs> and he's like, oh, like, so he'd already had that conversation with Mark McGee. So Mark McGee's talking about my career with someone else. Another, right? another player as well. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, and then... Um, 
And listen, I'm not saying I should be playing at Millwall because Neil Harris was on another level. Like he's, yeah. he was like doing stuff. I was just sitting there scratching my head sometimes. You know what I mean? But I should have been on the bench. Mm. Especially you know. if you've been given that opportunity and done all right. It's not like you've... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was up, always right? training well. Like, I was always, like, in with training and, you know, the boys always respected me. They never, you know, people weren't looking at me thinking, fucking holy shit. Like, people were like, you know, like, grab it. That's why me and Tim Kale were such good friends. Like, you know, we had respect for each other. So, yeah. um, yeah, so... Anyway, I went on loan to Leighton Orient. He's called me. I'm at home in Bromley by Bow at the time. I was living in East London. And um, he's called me on 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 the Saturday morning and said, Oh, you know, I think you, you know, there's a club where you go on loan. I was like, okay, Leighton Orient. I was like, oh whoa, well, that's down the road from me. But you see, the thing is they want you to come there today. He says, like, all the paperwork. I was like, what? So I went down there. I just met them. I met all my teammates on the day. Wow. But played the game, got man of the match. <laughs> we drew nil-nil, got man of the match. Then I scored in my next game, scored in my next... I think I scored in the next three games, I think it was. And I was doing really, really well. And then the manager said, like, look, you know, we want to sign you. How would you feel about coming here? And I was like, well, look, I'm enjoying playing. It's round the corner from where I'm living. And yeah, like, yeah, I'd be happy to come here. Anyway, he said, look, Millwall don't want to sell you. Um, we've offered them 30 grand. They bought me for 20. And then he started like, he put some, he put some, I don't know, he put it on a website or something like that, but something about, you know, Leon's the future of this club and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, yeah. So Just when I went back money, to mate. Millwall, I went back to Millwall. I was buzzing now. I'm buzzing like to be back. All the boys are buzzing that I've scored three goals, you know, my first career goals yeah. in professional football. Go to train as normal. You guys go and tell me to train with the kids. What the fuck? So I said, why am I training with the kids, boy? He goes, well, you've got to earn it. I said, so what the fuck have I been doing for a month? At that time, I didn't know how to be tactful at that time. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I just, I, I was like, what the, what are you talking about? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I trained with the kids and then, then I came back to the first team and then what was happening, because the first team asked guys at like the reserves, so like people like me, Leike, Adunsi, Byron Bub, Leon Court, did I say Lucas Nil? Yeah, yeah. Like we were called Dave Tuttle. We oh, were called class. the bomb squad. Yeah, we were called the bomb squad. So we're the ones that basically weren't in Bobby Bowery, Michael Jilks. So we used to play against the first team, do team shape and all that. And we used to smash them every week. Right? So what happened now? He just got the youth team to do team shape against the first team. And then pied us over in the corner. So we called ourselves the bomb squad. <laughs> Love that. Do you know what I mean? That's unreal. Yeah. How, how does he get away with that? Like, and what he wouldn't even talk to us in like, you know, why? Nah. 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 Listen, mate. I tell you, listen, to be a manager I, at that level. I'll tell you what he done, right? He had me in his office, because at the time. The agents, 
that I I I that got me in there. I don't know what happened with our relationship. I don't know what kind of. I think it got me in, the, and they just kind of left me there. So I was using the PFA, and he had me in the office one time. The office used to be on top, like where you could look over the training ground. Oh yeah. And he's gone to me. Yeah, he goes, look, look, Lee, you've got a future here. This kid over there, he's getting released. That one's getting released. And he's pointing at five, six players. And I'm like sitting there thinking, I don't want to know this because I've got to train with these guys. I, I can't say nothing to them because that's not right. <laughs> what are you doing next and week, Lee? Well, you're not going to be here, bruv. Don't worry. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to I don't want to know what a next man's fate is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he said to me, look, the reason why I'm telling you this because you've got a future here. So... I was like, okay, cool. I like that then. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Next minute, he said to me, yeah, look, you know, I know you're using the PFA. I think it's Bobby Barnes. And he, and he said like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we're going to have a we're gonna have a meeting. We're going to have a meeting and everything like that. And um, one week went by, two weeks went by. Ah, oh, yeah, I was busy. I was busy. Ah, oh, yeah, next week, next week, next week. And then last game of the season, yeah, last training session, he released me. Oh, my God, man. What is he doing? He released me. Just, like I, like, I never understand this. Like, when we've had players on that have had similar sort of situations, just be fucking honest. Like, if you don't fancy someone, mate, just tell You're looking him. for honesty, mate. Don't go, don't go anywhere near football, man. Yeah, it's, it's true, isn't it's it? Full of, it's full of snakes, man. Full yeah. of them. Like, do you know what I mean? There's only a few people who... And the thing is, you know, when people are honest with you, like, say, look, you're not in my plans. You know, go on loan. Go and do well. Change my mind for me. Change yeah. my mind for me. Like, you take that all day long. You can swallow that. Yeah, you can go fair enough. Do you know what I mean? You know, you look at, like, Pep, you know, Guardiola. Look at John Stones. Exactly. You know, he was yeah. on his way out. He was on his way out. But he's obviously got his head down, trained hard. He's changed the manager's mind. Now look. He might win the fucking Champions League in a couple of weeks' time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And back in the national Regardless of whether they win it or not, he will get... This has been his most stand-up season. He's been immense. And do you know what? He's made mistakes. But no one don't remember those little mistakes, the, like the one for England and all that, because all you remember, yeah, is the solid defending season. Yeah? Yeah, it's true. That he's done. And I'm happy for him because, you know what it is? He just shows he could be sitting there spitting his dummy out. He's a multi-millionaire already. He could be spitting his dummy out. He's just got his head done, done what he's had to do, got himself back into the team, and he's had his... And, 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 do you know what I mean? He almost yeah. signed another deal down there. Bob's your uncle. It's a lot of character from him to do it and all. Yeah, 100%. Especially when you're at that elite level. Mm. You know, you have got an ego. I should be playing. Like, if mm. I'm not playing, I could go... I mean, look, let's have it right. If he decides to leave Man City, he ain't going to be struggling to find a club. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? he's true, isn't it? You know, so, yeah. But, yeah, that Mark McGee, mate. And I'm not the only one. And, you know, there's a lot of players of my complexion who have the same feelings, you know what I mean? Wow, it's fucking ter- it's terrible, really, isn't it? Like, and to think the guys had like a long career in the game doing it as well. 
But you know what it is? No one don't like. He was mostly Millwall's most successful manager. Mm. Nearly getting back-to-back promotion, just missing out on the Premier League, lost to Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah? Crowd turned, they didn't like, because, you know what I mean? I think they could see. Yeah, there's things going on there that, like, you can see yeah. through it, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking really odd, mate. Um, so then, obviously, we've gone to you being released, even though you was in their plans. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Gone on to uh, to Brentford, where you hooked up with uh, Wally Downs. Oh, mate. What was Wally like as a gaffer? The name speaks for itself, doesn't it? <laughs> He's a bit of a madman, isn't he, isn't he Wally? Crazy, mate. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, he brought, he brought me into Brentford, right? Because this is what I mean. I trained hard at Millwall and God rest his soul, Ray Harford put in a good word for me. Was he at, at Millwall at the time, was he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, he was, he's the one that got Lucas into, into Blackburn. Oh, bloody yeah, because he was, yeah, he was he Blackburn was, when they was in the Premier League, yeah. like mid-90s. He won the league. Won the, yeah. He was a legend. Yeah. Absolute yeah. legend. Yeah, but he saw, he saw what was going on and he knew I weren't a bad kid. I was just a, a kid from the streets just got an opportunity trying to, you know, learn and, you know, manoeuvre through this 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 professional game, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I got down to Brentford and this guy brought me in. I'm, I'm on trial, you know, and I kept myself a contract. <laughs> and then uh, he said to me, oh, I've not brought you here to play reserves, you know, Leon. Yeah, you've done well, blah, blah, blah. We're going to sign you. But there's a reserve game coming up. It's an option. Do you want to play or do you not? So in my head, I'm thinking, is he testing me? Yeah. So I've gone, you know what? I'll play. Show good attitude, as you do. I've played in the game. I've scored an absolute worldie. <laughs> right? I, look, I remember scoring... And I just looked up at the sky and I thought, thank fuck for that. I'm here. <laughs> I've landed. I played reserves for the rest of the season. Oh, my God. How's your luck? Play played reserves for the rest of the season. Uh, come on the pitch. I was sub. Come on the pitch for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, five minutes. Me and Rowan Vine, you know, one of my good pals, we used to destroy... It in training. He's a character old Viney, isn't he? Yeah, he is. To be <laughs> he never tried us once up front as a pairing. Really? Not once. Even the assistant manager, is it Gary Thompson, old Bristol Rovers manager? Black manager I was. Um, Can't remember. Gary Thompson. Anyway, he was like, I don't know what you've done to him. <laughs> He just don't want to put. You just don't like. And I was like, "What is going on here?" Did Did you almost like? Is it? Did is Is it like they wanted you to kick up a more of a stink to sort of? Well, this is what I'm thinking because sometimes I speak to people and they're like, you know, like throw your toys out. I speak. I speak. Yeah, I speak to my mate, um, Darren Curry. Oh, mate, yeah, yeah. Tony Curry's boy. What a, what a player! What a player he was, by the way. 
He was right. quality, mate. He could have done. He could have gone further, I think. Ah, oh, mate, listen. Anyway, right. Is it Chef you now? Is he coach there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm the 23s. That's it, yeah. 23s, yeah. And I was speaking to him one time when he had he was at the Barnet job and I went down there and we had a good talk in the office and things like that. And he was saying to me, you know what, Leon, mate? <laughs> if I'm not playing, I want to know why. Yeah. Yeah. I want an explanation. And if the explanation ain't good enough, I'm off. Yeah. Right. Now, I did the other side. I was always, I'd be off, but I never used to go in and moan. So do you think it was like an easy option for them to do it to you, Because you're not going to make their life difficult. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But what it is, because, you you know, I come from Hoxton, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, full of drug drug addicts and drug dealers and, you know, people getting shot, knife. There's a daily thing, do you know what I mean? And I managed to get a chance. I didn't want to ruffle no feathers. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want to go in and, you know, or everyone start thinking, oh, bloody hell, oh, that... he's one of them kids, do you know what I mean? I but... tried to keep that side of it away from football. Yeah, because where you've come from as well, they'd probably be assuming you'd be like that. Yeah. You know do what I mean? Bear in mind, I just wanted to keep, yeah. You, you joined. You came into like the professional game late at 22. Like, yeah. So they would have probably thought, why has he not got there earlier as well? Like, well, yeah, no, no, but not not only that either. It's like, well, you were there, you as a man, maybe they wanted, as as Terry was saying, they wanted you. And then if you're just being quiet and whatnot, it's just, yeah, what, 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 why wouldn't you go and do that? Why, why was that just not? Because you got your chance late, is that why you think maybe that you didn't want you didn't savouring it? Like, uh, yeah, I did. I didn't want to because it was it was surreal to get that to get the chance. It was like you were there, yeah, at that. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, don't want to piss it up the whole like, beer. Do you know what I mean? You know, and you're talking about mental health and things like that. Nah, you know, what do you think it was like when you get released on the last day of the city? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm thinking I'm going back to the manor. That's Marks it, and Spencer's again. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like you know, I was thinking, you know, it, it was just, it was just a crazy, crazy situation to be in. And like you said, you didn't want to give anyone because at that time, do you remember? You know, it was like, you know, you ruffled the wrong feathers. You're out of the club. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent. It is like that. Yeah. You know. So um. Yeah, I just kind of, and I didn't want to bring the attitude to it like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like it's almost like I was just thankful for being there. Like you know what? Uh, okay, cool. No, no problem. I'll go to another club yeah. and try and do my thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's mad, isn't it? It's, it's weird how it works, sort of thing, really. But it's each to their own as well with the managers and what, what different things that they want as well isn't it with attitude and things like that sort of mm. crazy but um, then after, after you stint there you moved on to, to South End and I see Lakey Adunsi and Leon Court were already there is that they, they, they got me in I was going to say is that how it come about yeah I was training so my dad's is Tottenham you see yeah so by that time now, 
I was kind of, I feel I was living at my dad's. And um, I was training in the park with my mates every day. So I was fit, like really fit. Because like I said, football's just something that we love doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, Courty, because Courty was at Mill, we got treated badly as well. Lake got treated badly. Like we all, do you know what I mean? It's no coincidence. <laughs> do you know what I mean with this guy? You know, <laughs> God, God would deal with him anyway, man. He's got a lot to answer for. You know yeah. this guy. You know what I mean. Um, and and I'm being serious. You know, I'm, I'm not even like bantering. Like you know, yeah. destroying people's dreams. You know, for no reason, just to be. Do you know what I mean? A prick. Horrible. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah. So they they said to me to come down there, and I went down there, and um, I trained, and then he was like, "Whoa, yeah, you need to come back," and I went back, and then yeah, they signed me on a non-contract. You know, even down there, they had me on this non-contract. I'm driving from Tottenham every single day. I'm not getting paid like a normal wage because I'm on a non-contract. So I was getting paid like a parent's money and win bonus, right? And it got to a stage where I was getting like all late charges in my bank and all this kind of stuff. And I said to us, I said to like, I said, I physically can't afford to come in. I won't get no expenses. I'm driving up every day from yeah, Tottenham. Out of pocket. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, within a month of being there, I was top goal scorer. Wow. Yeah, because right? you smashed it that season. You were 25 oh, goals. Yeah. Killed it that season. Like, literally. And I'm not even trying... Like, I killed... Southend scored 53 goals in that That's season, and I've got 21 of them. Wow. That's mental, isn't it? That you must have been a lovely four... feeling for you as well, get you sort of... Your first full season, actual crack at it, you know what I mean, and show oh, what you can do. Listen, mate, I, I, and I, bag that amount of goals. Oh, I was, I was in, and I was at the club with like guys that I, I, I like that I get on with. Do you know what I mean? So, do you think that helped, like, with expressing yourself on the pitch as well, knowing that you've got your boys behind you, really? Well, <clears throat> it's not even that they knew how I like the how I play. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And then we had. You know, players like Kevin Mayer, who was, you know, unbelievable midfielder. Um, Mark Gower, you know, like a wizard. Was Michael Kitely there and all? Yeah, Kites was there. I was with Kites. Kites made his debut in the cup. He was a cracking little player, he was. Yeah, good little yeah. player. That went on, but even he got released from South End and went non-league and went on to have a really yeah. good career. But, yeah, yeah so I was at South End and I said, you know, I can't afford to come here no more. And then, like... This minute, I'm getting like ambushed at the training ground. Like, and then that's when I kind of switched. I was like, I'm not gonna let no one intimidate me. I don't mind being quiet, but you're not gonna, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, you know, what I mean, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they, I said to him, listen, mate, I'm telling you straight, I can't afford to come in. That's it. That very same evening or the next day, I signed my contract for 500 pounds a week. So it's like they were just trying to rinse. Same yeah. this, yeah. You know? But I think what it was with me, there was no track record of me. Yeah. Because when I was at South End, I got an injury. Right? I don't even know how I'd done this because it might be because I was on a non-contract. That's why I was on a non-contract. But I went to play for Rushton and Diamond. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, because not unbeknownst to me, Brian Talbot, who was the Ruston and Diamond manager, I would have played against him for Leighton Orient when I was on loan there. Hmm. So, obviously, he knew of me. So, then he's called me. He goes, yeah, blah, blah. What's got? I said, well, I don't know what's happening there. I'm not signing the contract yet. I'll right, come to Rushton. If you do well, I'll sign you. So I went down to Rushton and then I had I'd had a mad pain, like a hernia. I don't know what it, what, it, what it was to this day, but I couldn't strike a ball, couldn't do anything. I was taking, um, is it diazepanic tablets? Yeah, diazepan, yeah. Diaz, right. So, so much that my doctor refused to give me any more prescription because he said I could develop an ulcer. Fucking hell. But I had to pop these because... That's the only thing that was getting me through games. Wow. So I went to Rushton and we played against Nottingham Forest. And Paul Hart was the manager oh, yeah. at Forest, yeah. And I was playing against Des Walker. You got a feel me. Des Walker's like my, you know, as a man I looked up, like, you know, you never beat Des Walker. You know what I mean? Legend, mate. And yeah. I, I ripped Des Walker. Obviously, you got to think Des Walker was 30 plus those days. You know what I mean? I'm a young Flipping, do you know what I mean? He's like me now, 43, trying to play against a flipping, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just like, cheers, do me a favour. So did you so beat I'm, Des Walker? Yeah, I beat him. <laughs> I turned him in and out and banged it in and made it 1-0, <laughs> right? And I was absolutely buzzing, yeah? But then I think Marlon Hayward and all them guys were playing for Forest and they ripped us 6-1 in the end. Um, <laughs> but I played really well. And I remember walking off the pitch and Paul Hart was like, who is that kid? Where? Who is he? How come I don't know about him? Yeah, because you've come right. into it so late. You're on like... Yeah. Yeah. But I was on this kind of trying to be like a, not like a rude boy, but I just, I heard him say it. And rather than just go up and say hi, like name Leon, da, 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 da. I just started on walk, like walking off the pitch like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what I do, innit? Like, and that yeah. was it. And then, I did well, and then obviously <laughs> Talbot changed what he said. He said, if I play well in that game, it'll sign me. Then it went for, look, we like what you did. We need you to train for a week. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, I went to train, and I couldn't physically train. Like, I was trying to do passing, and I literally couldn't do it. Like, my leg, my, my groin was gone. And, yeah, that was it. So, obviously, he didn't sign me. I then went back to South End, got treatment at South End, came back and went on and smashed the season. It's unbelievable how all these like, different doors could open. and it's, it's Yeah, it's a, mad. Yeah, it's a weird game, isn't it, really? Mm. Like, it's weird. At that age as well, like when you've only just sort of broken into professional football and then all of a sudden it's back to like semi-pro where, oh, you ain't on contract, so you can come and play for this team. Or, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, like, it's like you've it's never come crazy. out of that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so surreal, isn't it? And then, like, that year, like you said, you went on and smashed it. 21 league goals, 25 in all comps, um, and got, got to uh, Millennium Stadium. Um, yeah, but even, even with South End, yeah, right, it's only up until maybe a, a year and a half, two years ago, someone sent me a news article saying... I was the first player 
in 30-odd years or something like that to break the 20-goal barrier. Really? No one's ever told. And Freddie Eastwood, who come after me, was the second. Yeah, because he tore it up there, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. No one no one, no one, one said anything to me about this, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... Probably if they did, it was a, probably a clause where you'd have to get a bonus or something. So they're like, Well, yeah, up, exactly. <laughs> and then we, we, you know, we got to, you know, I'm just, you know what it is. I'm an Arsenal supporter. Yeah. Now, Abamyang's our top goal scorer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most seasons. If a DVD comes out of the season, you'd expect to see Abamyang's face in it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because that's what you do, isn't it? It's like when Leeds had that season, when Jermaine Bedford had that season at Leeds. Jermaine Bedford's yeah, yeah. name was all over the place, right? Yeah, he's on everything, yeah. You've got a DVD, right? I'm not even on it. <laughs> what? I'm not on it. On the front, the back, <laughs> the side. Are you and you scored over half their goals. Yeah. Ridiculous. How's that happened? And then I told I told you to put I took to put the icing on the cake, right? When it comes to <laughs> Contracts, yeah, and who they was keeping, I was left to loss. It's not a fucking big wind up, isn't it? Big one. I jumped in my car and said, "Fuck this! I'm gone. I'm gone. Like I've had enough of this now. I've shown good attitude. You're taking the piss." I jumped in my motor. I'm gone. Well, I reached you, the roundabout. I get. A, I get a call. Yourself? Nah, I was with um. I was with base. So yeah. And nothing still would... face. It's mad. It's so it's meant like, like you said as well. Top goal scorer every season, pretty much for every club. They pretty much are the man, and they're the priority. Like if you're if your top goal scorer is out of contract, you're fucking tying him up. Like I'll be tying it, you up on a contract in January. Exactly, exactly. They offered me less money than what the striker who was there that was meant to be their golden boy, number 10, who didn't do Jack Diddley, right? They offered me the same money that he was on at that time and he was getting a new deal. <laughs> this is unreal, I like, isn't it? What? I said, I, like, you can't... Do you know what I mean? No. It's almost as if they're, they're sort of punishing you for getting to it late, thinking, like, he'd be happy with what he's on. Yeah, because he, oh, he doesn't know better. He ain't been on more or whatever. Like, listen, we had we had a training session, yeah, and there's a striker there called Drew Bolton. He was meant to be their golden boy. He does all this mental health stuff now, right? And he wore these white boots to training one time. You remember the 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 Nike vapor boots that Ronaldo used to wear? Yeah. R nine. Yeah, that's all I used to wear. He started wearing them. Had the white boots. He's never been a white boot man, but he decided <laughs> to wear white boots. He's hitting balls. The balls are going in the other field. The guy in there, the guy in there, going everywhere. Right? He end up throwing the boots on the floor. Right? He said these are shit. So I was like, you know what? Let me try these on because if I like them, I'll buy them off you because they was all white. I I didn't have those ones yet. Right? Anyway. <laughs> Um, we're doing a finishing session, yeah? Mate, I'm smashing everything. All you can hear is ding, boom, boom, ding. Like, it's like, yeah, it's like percussion. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, ding, 
Like, you know, like we play that. You know, at the end. Xylophone, Yeah. <laughs> 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 right? So I'm like, like, everyone's laughing, right? So the gaffer comes in at, like, you know, sit down, team at the end. He starts hammering me, saying, ah, oh, the big man's dying for a goal. I'm gonna come down. I'm gonna come down on you like a ton of bricks, because the big man's here is dying for a goal. So I said, "Well, if he wants a goal so badly, why don't he go and fucking score then?" <laughs> and I said, "Come down on a ton of bricks on who? I'm not scared of you." Who, who Do you know that? what I mean? So which gaffer was that? That was Steve Steve Wignall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Wignall. Wow. Why is it your fucking fault? You tell me. But this is the thing. I think sometimes <laughs> they think, yeah, 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 we can take the piss. And then when they try and take the piss, like, directly, then like, they've got to see us a different side of me. And all of a sudden, oh, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Oh, he's a problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking... It's in, it's I'm just incredible. a lovely guy. Look, we're laughing and talking. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible to listen to, really, because like, mad, it's crazy. It, yeah, it's almost like you. I mean, disbelief, really. It's something like that's not DVD just one. things. That's become areas. three or four. That's what I mean. Yeah, Seriously. this couldn't happen now. No, now nah, bet. Yeah, well, there's too much player power now as well, isn't there? This this could not happen now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Them days is like put up, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> It's Do you know what I mean? Absolutely mental. So, uh, like you said, you'd had enough of it there and then mm. moved on to, to Posh, Peterborough. Yeah, um, went to Posh. A league, a league above as well, gone into League One with Barry exactly. Fry, the gaffer. Barry Fry, I love Barry. I still talk to Barry now, but you know what I mean? At the time, oh, fuck it, I was like, this geezer. <laughs> you brought me in here. I've scored 25 goals. Why am I not coming in as the main striker? How am I sitting down on a bench and like, oh, God. Seriously, man, this game, I, I'd sometimes sit here and I'd laugh to myself. I think to myself, I just don't understand it. Yeah. yeah. It's a madness football, isn't it? It's so, the politics involved is a joke. You just think it's a simple, just pick me, I'll score you a goal. Don't worry about anything else. It's just everything else. Yeah, I'm a centre forward. I'm, I'll bag your goals. You go and bag goals, and they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> you got to remember, I've been, told, I've been told, like, oh, you've done well for us. You scored at South End. You scored a lot of goals, but you're not scoring none with your head. <laughs> what the hell has that got? If I score 25 goals and it comes off my kneecap and goes in the back of the net, it's a fucking That's goal, actually, isn't it? It's a goal, isn't it? When you get the records and the that, it doesn't say like how you've scored them. It just says... Exactly. The result is that the opposition have to go to the halfway line and kick off. Yeah. When the ball goes in the back of the net, that's what they have to do. And that's not what they want to do. So it doesn't matter how it goes in. No, exactly. It's, it's madness, mate. <laughs> And then at Peterborough, like you said, you've not even come in as, as first choice sort of thing. You you ended up having to go out on loan to Torquay. Um, yeah, because I played in a game. I played in a game against Leicester. It was in the Premier League, and for some reason there was a gap, and they needed a game. 
and we 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 were playing them and I think it was Matt Elliott, that big defender. And everyone that knows me knows I hate heading the ball. Like, not that I don't, I hate heading the ball. I don't like that to be the focal point of my game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to just be big man, knock it up to him. Uh, if I'm in a game and I'm flicking on the ball, like, literally for the first half an hour in the game, I'm gone, mate. I'm like, this is not for me. Do you know what I mean? I'm not even getting the ball to my feet. I'm not getting to do what I like to do, how I like to play the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm beating Matt Elliott in the air, winning flick-ons. I'm even surprised myself because I'm like buzzing. I'm like, like Matt Elliott is a unit. He's, He's a big guy. Yeah. Right? So, he must have won one header. And I'm playing well in this game, by the way. I think I hit the bar, but from like 30 yards. Do you know what I mean? I was doing really well in this game. Um, Premier League opposition. I'm, I'm buzzing, like, do you know what I mean? Anyway, I lost one header against Matt. It's when I heard both where I said, ah, oh, why don't you fucking jump? <laughs> so I said to him, why the fuck don't you jump? <laughs> I bet that went down well. Do you know what I mean? And I left it at that. I, just, I, was, I was fuming, right? I bet. Then... The next day or the day afterwards in training, he's like, eh, you know, you know, getting opportunities here. Few clubs have come in for you to go on loan. <clears throat> so I think um Boston, who had Steve Evans, and I thought there's no way I'm playing for him. <laughs> no chance. And a few other clubs in League Two come come in for me. And then Torquay, who were in the same league. Is it Lee Royal Senior as well? Yeah. So, and he's another one. So I went up to Torquay, right? I think I hit four in five or something like that. Yeah. I'm doing well. Next minute, I hear Peter Barry Fry's phone me. Because I took Torquay above Peterborough and Peterborough went in the relegation zone. Oh, shit. So Barry Fry's called me, goes, oh, fucking hell, Leon. You've fucking gone there. You've scored goals. You've taken them out of the shit. You've put us in the shit. Uh, you need to come back and da 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 goes, you've not been given a chance. I think well, you're the manager. You're not giving me a chance. <laughs> so I went back. So obviously, they wanted to buy me Torquay. But I think Peter Boy wanted 100 grand. And Torquay was like, well, we can't pay that for whatever reason. So I went back to Peter Borough and my first game I'm starting now, isn't it? Yeah. Away to MK Dons and I hit a sweet one right into the top bin. All right. And I was like, wow. And then Torquay came back in and paid the money. Wow. Yeah. Mad, again, mad. So I unpacked, I unpacked my house. I packed my house up, unpacked it, and then had to pack it back. Off down to Devon you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, was was Bayo your centre forward partner? Yeah, that's my family, man. Yeah? That's my family, man. Love that kid. Love him. Love him. We we all love him. We had such a ledge, mate. To be fair, we all we had such a good strike. We had me, Akin Fenwa, Joker Four. Joker Four was decent and all, yeah. Do you know like Lee Canneville, Tony Bedo? Alex Russell, um, 
Smith was there. Aaron Brown. We had a good team, man. Yeah. We had a good team, right? And, you know, Leroy was fine in the beginning and then all of a sudden he split me and Bio. Like, me and Bio was doing so well together. Then, um, yeah, he just he just turned into a bit of an idiot. I ended up falling out with him where I told him... Kept on picking me for yellow jersey all the time. What's that? Like like in weak link in training. Yeah, I've never been a yellow jersey trainer. Never. I don't go into football, no matter what's going on, whether I'm playing or whether I'm not playing. I don't come into football and sack it off. I don't. It's never been. I come in and I give a hundred percent. I might have a little moan up after, you know, if you're yeah. not in the squad or you know what I mean. Because it's hurtful when you're training well and you're still not in the squad. You know what I mean? Like it gets you angry, but. So this guy's picking me for yellow jersey and then the boys at first it was a bit of banter because the boys was laughing and then after a while it was like <laughs> like no nah, he's actually taking the piss so one time he picked me for yellow jersey and I said mate listen he was going to go into a full-sided game I said mate listen I'm going to end up breaking someone's leg and he was like oh what did you say I told you I said I'm going to break someone's leg I said you're taking the piss so he said oh well you better go in so I went well, fuck off then I'll go in then so I went in, jumped in the shower, jumped in my car. He's come running up to my car, knocking on the window. Ah, why are you being like this? I said, you're taking the piss. I said, furthermore, I said, I don't want to be here no more. So put me in a transfer. I went out of it. Do you know what I mean? And then put me on the list. Port Vale come in for me yet again. A club that I scored against at home and away. So they'd seen something. And I got the call. They come in for me and I remember packing up my house. I packed up what I could take in the back of my golf at the time. Left there about six in the morning. Joe, them times, no sat-nav. So I had all the information on a bit of paper. I'm trying to drive like 90 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour. <laughs> AA direction, one after another. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, uh, I end up in Birmingham. So I phoned the manager, the manager's like, where are you? Like, you know, the deadline, you got signed before 12 o'clock. I think I got there, I think five or 10 minutes to spare, some, something like that. Went, <clears throat> went to a hotel. Um, obviously, he said, to, he said to me to get some rest. But, you know, you're a I've been on the road. I couldn't sleep. I'm thinking, shit, I'm going to have a stinker now because I'm going to go <laughs> to the game. I've been up, like, you know, how many hours? Now to go, go and play. I met all my teammates. Sorry. Met all my teammates in the dressing room for the first time. Like, I'm like, not calling anyone by the name. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> but I ended up scoring the winner and um, got man of the match. And then it was against Wrexham. So Darren Ferguson, Alex's son, was playing. Oh, yeah. And at the end of the game, Alex Ferguson shook my hand as, as I was coming up the stairs about to grab my bottle. He shook my hand and went, well done, big big man. And I was like, like just wow, like this guy, do you know what I mean? He knows most what he's decorated on about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most decorated manager. I'm thinking, shit, man. Wow. Like, what a 24 hours I've just had there. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then I went on, I think I scored 12 goals 
between my loan spell and the January window, and then no, sorry, when January window come, they sign me permanent, and then I from there to the end of the season, I think I hit twelve goals, and then um yeah. Well, well, I see, I see a, a great stat actually that well, you scored eighteen goals before before Christmas. Um, yeah, and I would have, well. I would have smashed that. I would have smashed that. I would have smashed that. But I went and messed around in training. When they told us to go in, I was messing around. One of the boys doing something, and then as I, I stood, I, I landed awkwardly, and I ended up jarring my knee, and I was out for a month. Wow! So that would have been a lot more as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I was just like, it was just. Do you know what I mean? The thing is, I was out three days a week, drinking and all that kind of stuff. I look at these kids now, nutrition and all this kind of stuff. I feel like, wow, what I've let myself down. If I'd have, but I was happy. I was yeah. going at all, all of the boys at Port Bell. I mean, I work with all of these guys now in the football agency. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, we're all boys and we were boys then and we're boys now. So, yeah, like hit that 18 goals before Christmas and then finished off with 27 in the end. It's unreal, mate. And I see, I'm, I'm sh- I'll am I'll take hazard a guess that it's probably your favourite of that season at White Hart Lane, mate. Oh, man, yeah. I, As a my gooner. Dad lives, my dad lives behind the football ground, you see, so I listen oh, really? to their shit songs every, every, <laughs> every time I'm there, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> What was that you like know. scoring there as a gooner? Like that's got to be. Oh, I had about three, I had about fifty people. I had so much. I had people from Hoxton. I had people from like, like you know, my family, like friends who all live in the Tottenham area. Like a lot of them just love to see that someone made it from from the hood. So they all came out and um. Ah oh, man, listen that that I knew I was going to score though. Really, I knew I was going to score. I don't know what the score was going to be. But I knew I was going to score. You just had that mindset. Like... Yeah, I just knew. I knew. I just... some Because I, I was on form. So I just like... Yeah. It was just like a matter of when. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just get me on the and pitch then... and I'll score, yeah. Huh? Just get, get me on the pitch and I'll score. I'm in form. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I just... Uh, it was crazy because I've got Defoe's top. I, one of my friends, he's Defoe's his godbrother. And... um. I asked him if he could ask him if I could have his top. So when he came into the ground, we caught eyes and he was like, yeah, like I've got you. So I was like, ah, oh, wicked. But then what happened? Edgar Davids came out of the dressing room and I saw Edgar Davids. And I was like, oh no. I was like, star, I was like starstruck. I was like, like my big, I said, mate, listen, I've grown up my, my whole career, like watching you. I don't ask his glasses. Same. I'm like, <laughs> I think he was wearing them at that time. Oh, no, he wasn't, actually, was he? I think he was wearing them at that time. Yeah, you're right. And um, I remember saying, I said, I said to him, mate, listen, it's going to be an absolute pleasure to be on the pitch with you. Like, um, I said, if it's possible, can I have your shirt? And he was like, well, yeah, but there's only one thing. I was like, he goes, can I have yours? I said, mine, why do you want mine for? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm nobody. Like, do you know what I mean? And he was like, no, nah, man. He goes, listen, if, if I give you mine, I want yours. I was like, wow. Like, yeah, cool. And then 
obviously the game's going on, you know, we're doing we're winning one nil up until eighty two minutes, and then they decide to bring on Pippin, Aaron Lennon, Berbatov, and then yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> right, and then I could hear people asking Davies for his top during the game, and he kept saying, "No, he's a big man, a big man, a big man." So when the game's come to an end now, obviously <laughs> I'm but I've lost the game, but I'm buzzing that I've scored. I've gone to get my top off him, and he's gone ah oh, like off the pitch, off the pitch. So I was like, oh, man, this guy's been me off. Like, do you know what I mean? And then Default has obviously got his top for me. So I've given my top now to... Obviously, I've, I've taken this up and I've given him mine. So I'm now waving to all my family and friends in the stand because obviously people have dispersed, but they're all there. Yeah. And then the fitness coach came up to me and went to me, yeah, like there's someone waiting for you. Like, in... Like off the pitch there, and I was like, "Who could be waiting for me?" Out like I've already got the false touch. Can't be him. None of my teammates are waiting for me. So like, oh, like so I'm walking off the pitch. Edgar Davies is stood in the tunnel with his top in his hand. Oh fuck! And I'm coming off the pitch. And I have no top on because I'm just giving it to default. I'd have grabbed someone else's. <laughs> I was like, he was like, he was like, big. I said, "Oh my!" I said, "Big." I said, "I said I didn't think he was gonna give it to me." I'd be honest, I, I thought you. He goes, no, man, I said you had off the pitch. I was like, yeah, no, but I didn't. <laughs> Listen, I I run inside that dressing room so quick, yeah? Like, slipped over, <laughs> slipped over. I went to the physio, get me my spare top now. He was like, I bet I said, get my top now. Now, like, do you know what I mean? And he rubbed me, <laughs> got the top. And I gave it to him and he gave me his. And I was like, oh. he was like, listen. Well done, big man. You've done well. And I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. You know what I mean? Fair play to him as well. That's cool. Oh, mate, listen. I'll never forget that. Do you know what I mean? Cool. At least yeah. he got a clean one. I know he didn't even get a dirty, sweaty one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell, you, I tell you what, my tops were never sweaty because I was always I was always accused of not doing any running. So <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking immense. You got Defoe and David's fighting over your shirt. I love it. <laughs> oh, mate, crazy. Different. And you know what? You know the the wickedest thing. Those two tops are nowhere to be found now. Is that because they're Tottenham and you binned them? Nah, not <laughs> even that. You see, the person I'd rather talk to rather than no. watch Arsenal. Oh, God. Nah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. mate. Well, when I left, when I, I left, oh, I don't know what she must, she must use it to flip in. God knows. I can't find, I can't find them anywhere. Oh, that's true. So they have, it? it has, they have, they have, they have to be at us. Oh, mate, that's a sickener. I know. I wonder if David has still got yours though. No chance, mate. He mostly <laughs> flipping. He mostly he mostly cut that to use to use to use to to dry his 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 his, his, his Bentley. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put a bit of wax on it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> um, and like you said, you ended that season with twenty six goals there for for Port Vale, um, and then your move came to to Leeds United. Unfortunately, that's where we have to end this episode. Uh, we will rejoin with part two on Friday the 21st of May, where Leon will pick up from where we left off. Thanks for listening.